Talk Radio. Well, here we are on this Tuesday, January 30th, 2024, and <laughs> 280 days till the presidential election, and it's just the heaviest political news around the clock. We have decided to make this your election headquarters. We're really going to be going heavy on 2024 election coverage, making sure that you don't miss a story, an angle, or perspective, any of the news heading into the 2024 election. And so as we're gearing up for that, and I still have tons of election news. I mean, we got new polls that that show even Democrats think that Biden got in with fraud. You've got some of the corrupt members of the Democrat Party, perhaps in some trouble, but they always seem to get away, don't they? They always seem to magically just get away like a greased pig. And then you've got some interesting announcements from China that can lead us into some of the geopolitical news where Joe Biden says Trump's going to get you into war. Trump is going to get you into World War Three, And we have the clips from his campaign in 2020 from his basement. And then here we are on the brink of war with Iran or Russia or a World War III situation. The axis of resistance is what they're calling it now. And it's the Biden administration leading us right into it. Not Trump. But it's the perfect example of the inversionism that the Democrat Party, the leftist mind, the American left body politic, the media hand delivers us every single day. And then I've got stacks of border news. We got guests coming on at the border as well. I've got a federal government whistleblower joining me in the first hour to talk about why he had to flee the country and give us an insight into the illegal spying that the federal government engaged in at a political level. And so we got all this going on and more. And then the issue of artificial intelligence and AI rears its ugly head with Elon Musk announcing the success of the Neuralink brain implant and then taking it a step further, saying you can save your brain like a game. Soon humans will be able to transfer bodies, defy death. And I did some segments on this yesterday, and and one of the biggest voices consistently who's been against the transhumanism movement or agenda has been David Icke. And David Icke uh, responded to my segment and basically, I mean, he, he said, I guess I guess he said I'm a fence-sitter. I don't want to get his words mixed up, but he said fence-sitter. And I mean, I, I just look at it from a reality situation. This technology is inevitable. Whether I like it or not, Now, just like with the vaccine, when the COVID vaccine came out, we said, this is going to be deadly. This is going to be dangerous. We advised people against it. We were right. 
So when the moment comes and, and we say, oh, I wouldn't take this brain implant or this brain chip or, or wire yourself to this machine, then, then that will be the day. But this technology already exists. It might not be for public consumption yet, but, but absolutely it already exists. I think Elon Musk is probably the most transparent when it comes to his development of it. And But I understand from David Icke's perspective, having the vision of the transhumanist future and being disgusted by it, that you have a zero tolerance policy for it. So I'm not here promoting it. I'm here dealing with it as a news broadcaster and, and accepting the reality that it's coming. It's already here. Now, David Icke happens to be writing a book. I don't know if I'm meant to spoil that news or not, but we invited him on the show. He's too busy writing a book, so maybe a little spoiler alert there. But nonetheless, I mean, you want to talk about, so what's the bigger issue? Saving the country politically or the fact that transhumanism is now on the horizon? There is a man who is whatever America needs him to be. Not the hero we deserve, but the hero we need. Nothing less than a knight. Shining. They'll hunt him. They'll set the dogs on him. Because the truth is the greatest threat they face. It's the war room. With Owen Schroyer. Hundred and eighty days left until the twenty twenty four election, and we've got big political developments today. But I'm asking myself the question: What is the bigger story? What do you focus on today? Here on the fastest three hours on the internet, the Infowars War Room, brought to you by InfowarsStore.com. Our country is in an existential crisis. Just about everything the Biden administration has done since he was inaugurated has been subverting the interest of the United States, undermining the future of the United States, selling the country out from within, death by a thousand cuts, if you will, whether it's the border, whether it's the exhaustion of our oil reserves, shutting off our energy, getting us involved in these wars that we really have no interest in as a country. It all continues. And so that is, no doubt, an existential threat to our country, to our nation. And in 280 days, we go to the polls and and, and hope that we can save this country politically by removing Democrats from power, most importantly, Joe Biden. Now, that's very real, and I feel like we have a very real shot of doing that. Now, I understand the nihilists, you might say the election nihilists that that don't believe we can do this voting and that there's so much fraud and cheating that it's impossible to do. Completely understand that stance. I think we do have a chance to do it at the polls. I've explained how, I've explained why. So that's no doubt an existential crisis, and I feel that we have a chance to right this ship politically. And we certainly have the hearts, the minds, the numbers on our side. 
as far as that's concerned. The whole weaponized system against us, absolutely. It's truly an epic battle. But then you deal with the transhumanism issue and the artificial intelligence issue, which, which in a way are two separate issues, but kind of on the same road or going the same direction. Both of these technologies are now emerging and are here. There's some stories, and I don't know how much I think about this or worry about this. I mean, truthfully, not much. Maybe it should be more concerning, but there's, there's, there's stories out there that certain AI, artificial intelligence technology that was supposed to be kept under wraps and separated and not allowed onto the grid has gotten out, as, as they say. I don't really think about this. I'm not really concerned about this, but you could obviously see the the complications and the threats that might arise should something like that be the case. Uh, There's hundreds of sci-fi movies that that bring us into that consideration. But so, okay, you've got the AI issue. That technology's already here. That technology's already being utilized. You might say you can't put the cat back in the bag. And as far as the action that government has taken, it's been very little. Most of this, as far as curtailing the AI rollout or making sure it doesn't become anti-human or a threat to humanity, is kind of on a, uh, a trust basis from the corporations or individuals that are testing with it and developing it. Elon Musk is the only one who's been transparent about it. Many have spoken out about the dangers of it from different corporations and some of the threats that that we face dealing with it. But it's here, and I would even say that if it's not already completely integrated into our civilization, into our economy, it, it will be very shortly, within just a few years, fully integrated. But that's one lane over here dealing with the issue. The other lane is now transhumanism. Now, I don't get vaccines. Uh, my family doesn't get vaccines. There are some people in my family that, that had to get the shot. But, but overall, um, vaccine-free family, vaccine-free individual right here. So that's, that's a choice. Now... I can be anti-brain chip. I can be anti-chip in your arm or your wrist to unlock your car or unlock your door or all that stuff. But that technology is here and it's not going anywhere. And it will soon become marketable and consumable at a very common basis. It won't be too long before you'll know people that have microchips inside of them even if it's just for mundane things like opening their car or opening their door. But if you think about it, most of this technology is already here, except it's it's right here. It's on your cell phone. So it's basically taking this cell phone or taking your debit card, which is also basically on here too now. People pay with this. And just just attaching it right to the side of your head or attaching it right right to your hand or whatever. So we're just a few short years away from that. Now, again... I don't, I don't really see myself ever consuming this technology. But that's not going to stop it from coming here. 
So this stuff is inevitable. And it seems like the only interest that Congress has as far as getting involved in in curtailing AI is, is stopping people from making sexual images out of celebrities. There have been hearings from, from, you might say, whistleblowers or people in the tech industry warning Congress about the threats of AI, but they don't really heed much warning. They don't really get further than just a hearing. And so it just becomes a, we're trusting the developers of this to make sure it's it's ruled out safely and, and, and there's proper measures and protocols so that it doesn't become a threat to humanity or a threat to the power grid or anything else. But who really knows? And again, Musk and Neuralink seem to be the most transparent as far as one of the leaders in this technology, AI and now brain chips and merging humans and machines. But it's all inevitable. So now Elon Musk says that the Neuralink brain chip testing has been a success. So far, it's been a success. Things look good. They're still taking more people. Uh, they're still taking applications to to test with the Neuralink system. It's mostly people that have uh, that are that are quadriplegic or paralyzed or something to see what types of things they can do as far as measuring and utilizing brain activity to manipulate or move machinery. Right now, as far as we can tell, it's just basic uh, internet computing technology. I don't know if they've actually been able to master it to the point where you can make legs move or hands move or, or phalanges or anything like that. But of course, you could see that's the potential. That's where it's going. That's the, that's the exponential growth of this technology. And now Elon Musk goes a step further, talking about how you can save your brain like a game and says basically how you can defy death and then argues that Neuralink plan promises to prevent an AI extinction wiping out humanity. So in about five years, maybe 10, I would say that's a pretty fair time scale here. Five to 10 years, this is going to be very public and consumable. It'll start out just for kind of the the ultra rich, and then it eventually will hit the 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 mass consumption, much like cell phones, much like your smartphone. Now I can go to the I can go to the cell phone store right now, and I can pick which company I like, and which phone I like, and which service I like, and it'll be the same way with your chips. It'll be the same way with your 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 biometrics and everything else, and you can choose Neuralink or all the other competitors in the field. And and I don't I don't see this being unpopular. We've we've seen the failure of some wearable tech like the Google Glass or the 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 iGlass, I don't know what the Apple one is. Um Mark Zuckerberg's metaverse. Th- this stuff has mostly been a failure. Clearly the public didn't want it and it it never really took off, but when you start to offer convenience and you start to make it trendy and more affordable and consumable, then it's going to take off, no doubt. And so you'll be able to choose, oh, what, what chip do I want to put in me? Do I want this company's chip or that company's chip? And then 
You'll be able to use it to enhance vision or enhance hearing. Who knows? Maybe eventually it gets to enhanced strength. Maybe eventually you get to a point where you're basically connected to the internet and you don't even have to plug into your phone. You're, say, having a conversation with your friends. You say, oh, what's what? What happened then? Or what was that about? And you plug it into Google. Well, you won't plug it into Google. You're, you'll, you'll think about it, and then you'll just have a screen in front of your eyeball. A lot of this has already been envisioned. A lot of this is already being tested. If you kind of have a future tech vision, then you've probably seen this coming for decades, which, which a lot of the head tech companies already have. They've been talking about it for decades. It's why these freaks like uh, Noval Harari and Klaus Schwab all talk about this stuff because they know it's inevitable. But this is where the issue comes into play. The globalist corporate government control freaks would love to have an internet of people. So what does copy and pasting even the human brain do, even if you can find a way to do that and upload it into another body or another device? Has it no, have it no soul, no consciousness, no conscious, no moral compass, no understanding of good or evil, and then what does that threat represent? But this is a very serious debate. And, I, you know, for the government to get into this debate of, well, look at Taylor Swift, and people are making sexual images of her using artificial intelligence. Well, okay, poor Taylor Swift, and maybe there's, there's ways to deal with that in the litigation process, but that is like, that is like the sprinkles on top of the ice cream sundae of the evils that AI can be used for. I mean, even, even one, one layer below that would be people making AI images and turning them into political blackmail. People making AI videos and turning it into a political hit campaign. You've already, we've already had a bit of a taste of this, actually. More so than we might even realize. So, so the, these are the real layers. And then they're just going to give you, oh, Taylor Swift has artificially intelligent um, sexual images being produced. And so we need to sign bills making that illegal and, and not even deal with the real issue which is the Internet of Humans, the Internet of Things, and how that's going to be used in a corporate world government scenario to make an entire population of slaves on planet Earth. And as Noval Harari and Klaus Schwab have suggested, once you've reached that point, the capability to control a human is very, very real. And of course, that's what they want. But then once you've reached that stage of humanity, once you've turned a human into a product, once you've turned a human into a vessel, well, then wiping them out doesn't mean, I guess, to them, genocide anymore. Doesn't mean eugenics anymore. It just means we're shutting the robots off. We've lost our need for the robots. They consume too much. They kill the planet. So the biological robots and the cyborgs, it's time for you to just die off. Yeah, maybe if you want to upload your consciousness to a computer, then maybe you can do that. 
But what is what is driving this? And and this is where you get into more of the the human capacity, the human fervor, the human spirit, the human soul for creation and ingenuity. What is driving this? The human drive that you can't put out, it's a it's a it's an eternal flame inside our soul that cannot be put out to create, to build, to expand. And for many people, that means to defy death, defy the laws of physics, defy what it has meant to be a human. Whether that's in the most archaic fashion, like I'm going to build a shelter so that I don't get hit with rain and with debris during a storm, or I'm going to build air conditioning and heating so that I can have a climate in my home that is more comfortable to... I'm going to build planes and trains and automobiles so that I can traverse and travel a lot faster and more efficiently, always pushing the limit, always trying to do the next best thing, always trying to extend your life in a way. So that's what's driving this, and that's not going to stop. But can you really live forever through a machine? Probably not. Probably not. And the minute you you, you download your brain or consciousness into a machine is probably the minute you die. And then become a vessel to the internet of people that the World Economic Forum has talked about in their corporate global government system that's already dead upon arrival. But they won't need you to vote into it. They won't need you to even volunteer tier to be a part of it they'll just already have you on the internet of humans you'll volunteer to do it yourself because you want the enhanced vision you want the enhanced hearing or who knows how can you argue against a technology and i'm sure people will that can make a blind man see a deaf man hear a paralyzed man walk Let's say you have a child that is born with a certain brain problem, brainstem problem, deaf, blind, and this technology is available. You wouldn't, you wouldn't ask doctors or you wouldn't purchase technology to make your, your child hear or see or, or walk or have a functioning brain or, or try to have some semblance of a normal life. Might be easy to say no to that now. But just like cell phones have changed our civilization and changed the way we live, you can argue for the better or for the worse. They already have, and they're not going anywhere. And it's likely that most of this audience carries a cell phone everywhere they go, like myself. Yeah, I remember. I remember the days before cell phones. I remember going to ball games and concerts and events, family events, whatever, before cell phones. Times seemed a lot better, didn't they? Times seemed a lot simpler back then. So I could argue they were better, but yet here I am with a cell phone, just like everyone else. Can you survive without it? So I feel like it's inevitable. In the same way of a cell phone, when they first came out with it, it was inevitable it would eventually turn into a computer and a smart screen. 
And the crazy part is I will have more in common with my experience, my human experience on planet Earth, I will have more in common with my grandfather or even my father, but but let's just go two generations. Me and my grandfather have a more shared, similar experience, human experience on planet Earth than what myself and likely my granddaughter or daughter would have. That's the exponential spiral of time as this technology advances. So it's likely that our grandsons and granddaughters are going to be in a world filled with AI, filled with transhumanism that we can barely even comprehend at this point, yet is likely inevitable, just like the development and the common consumption of a cell phone. Now, there'll probably be breakaway societies and civilizations like the Amish and other groups, and you can go live in the woods or you can go have a farm or whatever and probably just get off grid, and that'll be a choice a lot of people have to make. But this is where human destiny is obviously going. Now, then the argument becomes, is it inherently evil? Is it just manifest destiny of of the human consciousness and the human spirit to advance like this? That's a fair debate. But to me, this is where it's all going. And now we're dealing with such corruption politically and we've been so divided with all these identity politics and the other garbage that we can't even sit here before we hit this level to have a discussion about what we want life to look like when the AI and the transhumanism takes over. Because we got creeps and crooks that are running the planet that we got to deal with. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now, 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. This broadcast is not for the weak-minded. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. All right, we're about to be joined by David Bomblatt, who has a very interesting story that I'm excited to dig into here and learn more about him and his story. So many different angles, even. Ladies and gentlemen, remember to support us and keep us on the air so we can have these great interviews. We are really excited. In fact, I saw this on the website yesterday, and I didn't even, I didn't even give it the proper hype. Nitric Boost, not only back at InfoWarsStore.com, but back and better than ever. We have even amped this formula up 
Same great product, but amplified. 40% off Nitric Boost at InfoWarsStore.com. It's all about blood flow. It's all about cardiovascular health. And so that's what Nitric Boost is all about. And we've had multiple doctors come on air and talk about how great this product is and recommend it to their audiences as well. And so Nitric Boost, back in stock, better than ever at InfoWarsStore.com. And 40% off, 40% off. Uh, Alex was really excited about this. He said his only regret was not ordering more, so it could be sold out quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Nitric Boost, InfoWarsStore.com. It's your support there that keeps us on the air. All right, my guest, David Bomblatt, joins me. His resume here is extremely impressive. Uh, Former FBI agent, West Point Army officer, and also he's uh, into heavyweight boxing. So he had to leave the country due to an unconstitutional investigation by the corrupt federal government against him. He's been living in China now for a decade You can learn more about his story in his book, Patriots Betrayed, a soldier, scholar, and spies warning about America's leadership crisis. And so David joins me now. Uh, David, let me just first start off like this. When I I first discovered you and your story uh, about a week or so ago, I, I was actually shocked that I hadn't heard more about you or your story. I, I was a little surprised that uh, somehow you hadn't gotten more publicity uh, to talk about the government corruption that you've endured to get your story out. So, Patriots Betrayed, your warning about America's leadership. What is your warning, David? So, Owen, oh, can you hear me okay? You are loud and clear. Okay. Thanks for having me and welcome, and thank you uh, for the guest. So in 2005, at that time, I was a special agent in the FBI. I served from 2004 to 2007. At 2005, I already started realizing that America, it's going to collapse. You could use whatever whatever adjective you want, revolution, civil war, collapse. This system is not going to last. And I could explain, I explained the book. So there's a leadership phrase that anyone serving the military, they should know. It's called lead, follow, or get out of the way. So I'm not into much following, and I'm not a leader like a you know a, an ubermensch like Donald Trump who's trying to change the system. So I decided to get out of the way. And and in 2010, I left America. Now, did I go to China? I mean, you could go to a lot of countries, but America is going to go to collapse. So what you're seeing in the news now about civil war and this and that, I predicted that way early. And the FBI, when I left in 2007, and I wrote Senator Chuck Grassley the unconstitutional, immoral, uh, illegal activities. I don't think anyone would believe me. He didn't believe me. I think the American people are probably waking up now that we have a major problem in our government, the military industrial complex, you name it. But the point is, the end statement is, our system is not going to last. I'd be surprised if we get to the next election. My situation is very simple. I know we don't have a lot of time. The FBI, the only difference that what the FBI is doing to me and millions of other citizens is, I know about it, and it's causing damage. And what is that? They're spying on me behind my back. They're unconstitutionally spying on me for, for, for nothing, meaning I haven't committed any illegal acts. I think they're assuming I'm, I'm anti-government, sedition, I want to overthrow the government, something like that, something like a souped-up j 6 or Everything goes into detail, but I think the old, the what we should talk about really quick, because your viewers probably have 100 questions, is, Number one, to the American 
people, everything I'm about to tell you has been already submitted to every single congressman and senator. I've been ignored by everyone. I didn't want to go public. I didn't want to write the book. This is not who I am. And just like Owen had said, you know, why am I not getting noticed? My very first video and very first social media that I've ever produced in my life, I produced it about six months ago on YouTube, my channel, that was censored. And there, there's documentation if anyone wants to see. So here I am, a military veteran. I don't even have free speech on YouTube. So then, so then I started posting what's called on Rumble, and now I'm on Twitter. But the point is, is totally ignored by the mainstream media, totally ignored by the government. And of course, I've reached out to the FBI. They're not speaking with me. And what's happening to me is happening to millions of Americans. Spying on me, damage is done. I'll give a quick point because we got to put some uh, teeth on this. And it's amazing to show how our country's falling apart. We all know in our southern border, we are having millions upon millions of illegals enter our country unvetted. Chinese, South Americans, that you name it, they are coming into our country. This is me, my last trip that I took to America in 2019. I'm a military veteran, American citizen, and in 2019, I won't go into all the details, we don't have so much time, but when I go to America, I am detained, I am searched, I am interrogated, I am deceived, humiliated, under covert surveillance, and physically assaulted. Everything I'm saying is documented. Your congressmen and senators who are scumbags, they're ignoring me, they're going to ignore you. So the point is, is you're telling me we have a southern border and millions of illegals just come on in. Who cares? But a military veteran, I'll tell you, when I go in there, I am immediately detained and searched. I'm under on surveillance the whole time I'm there. So for some reason, the FBI does a great job with me, DHS, FBI. But the millions on the southern border just come on in. And if this problem would have been solved by our congressmen, by our senators or the FBI, and of course, I've run the uh, inspector general for the DOJ. It should have been handled quietly. I never wanted to go public. I don't want to do the story. But what I do want to focus to the American people is our problem is beyond the FBI. Our problem is the globalist American government who works for the American globalist corporations. I'm just going to give you one example, and this should just light you up. I worked for this corrupt scumbag company called the Boeing Corporation. You know it. You probably heard of it. That's the Boeing Company, the military industrial complex. I work for the Boeing Company in Beijing. That right there should make you wonder, what is the American military industrial complex doing in China? And I could tell you something. Whatever you're hearing about China and America, the American corporations, the American banks, the Republicans and the Democrats, they love China. Because they love money. Well, I actually, I, I would actually like to hear soul. more about your experience in, in China. And and correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you've been in in, in Hong Kong as well. But you know, um, you you bring up you bring up the. I mean, it's really the most basic, low level, lowest common denominator juxtaposition to show how ridiculous the security state is. Whether it's the extreme situation with you or just the average American that can't go through an airport without getting uh, you know padded down and strip searched. The border's wide open. So the average American gets treated like a criminal at the airport, but the border is wide open. I mean, that juxtaposition right there, the average lowest IQ American should be able to see, hey, something here doesn't add up. I mean, so so how much of this do you look at the American public too? And and I mean, I'm not trying to make you sound like a cynic, but you know, if the shoe fits, how much of this do you look at the American public and you just say, if, if they're so dumb that they can't see this, well then, I mean, this is on them. 
really quick. My expertise is leadership. I graduated West Point. I don't think highly of West Point now, but it's the premier leadership institute of the world. If you graduate West Point, you know leadership. If you ask me what the number one problem is with America, it is cuck American men. We've heard that term cuck, low testosterone, low sperm, whatever you want to call it. But today's American men are not the American men 50 years ago. And they have infested the government, the corporations, West Point, the military. Don't fool yourself. I have never seen such weak officer corps in my life in the military. We've heard of this phrase, what, strong men create good times and weak men well, bad times. We've heard that phrase. That's what's happening. And that yeah. really, if you ask me, why is America? When I left America We're up against a break here, David. Said, Hold that thought. You know, this is, and I think a lot of this has to do with political correctness. You know, they political correctness, the, the strong man out of this country. We have not had this many of our best-selling products back in stock in years because of supply chain breakdowns and all the rest of the stuff that's going on. And these are game-changing products. It's like our information's game-changing. These products are incredible. And I'm personally glad that these are now back in stock. All three of the InfoWars Platinum flagship products that have been sold out for months are now back in stock, but a very limited run because we only had a budget to get three or 4,000 bottles of each one of these. I think we got 4,000 bottles of the HGH Max Boost that people love so much. We've got about 4,000 bottles of 1776 testosterone boost that just came in. And we've got about 3,000 bottles of Pain MD, incredible natural pain reliever situation. All three of these are back in stock, and they're incredible, and they fund our operation at InfoWarsStore.com. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. But when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Wars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. My guest, David Bomblat at David underscore Bomblat is his Twitter account. If you want to follow him for updates there. And his book, where you can learn more about his story, Patriots Betrayed, a soldier, scholar, and spy's warning about America's leadership crisis. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. And so, you know, again, David, we'll, we'll kind of pick it off, uh, pick it up where we left it off, talking about the lack of of leadership here. And and I mean, I look right at at Congress 
Because, look, my my role here was I, I was a member of the media. I, I was in sports media. And when I, you know, got, got into my 20s, I realized I wanted to do something a little more meaningful. And, and I realized my, my country was was falling apart and that the media was was partly to blame for it. And so I said, OK, well, I'm, I'm going to try to be a part of the 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 good side of the media because that that's what I do. I'd like to think I'm all right at it. But I look at Congress and I see nothing but lip service. So, but I guess I, I, let me let me start it off like this: When you submitted your story to all these members of Congress, you're saying nobody got back to you, nobody asked you to be a part of a hearing, nothing. It's all documented in January of 2022. I sent I sent the official allegations to every single congressman. I repeated it every month for over a year. Then it went to March of 2023. And then I realized I need to take action at my hand. But I, I never wanted to go public, write a book. This was never, it's not my, it's not my personality. These congressmen and senators to the American people, most of them, as you know, these people are scumbags. Most of them never serve in the military. When this country falls apart or we go to war, you'll take a look at these congressmen and senators. Who's going to pick up a rifle and really give their life for this country? Are you kidding me? Oh, wait, you're telling me you don't expect run. Lindsey Graham to uh, put on the fatigues and march into the battle formation? We've, the problem is this, Owen. During the Revolutionary War, our greatest American heroes, they looked at the King of England as the most tyrannical piece of government, and they created the legislative, executive, judicial branch. They were ahead of their time. But they didn't predict that there was something going to be more powerful than the King of England, the government. It's the corporations. Even when I went to Harvard and they talked to people about running for office, the number one question is, is how much money can you raise? It doesn't matter if they're Democrats or Republicans. Most of them are working for the same donors and nothing's free. They are puppets of the corporations and banks. It is what it is. Now, have you considered trying again to reach out to members of Congress? I mean, d- despite what I, I believe is mostly lip service from uh, even the Republican side, I, I do think they're they're closer to understanding the situation we're in, or at least accepting it now, than they were five years ago, ten years ago. I think Donald Trump has a lot to do with that. Do you think you might have an open ear if you tried to reach out to them again, or have you just said, "I've tried, I'm done"? No, no, I've been like on on Twitter again. If you if you check me on social media, I'm blank except for about six months ago. That's when I came out on social media about six months ago, and I've been firebranding these uh, politicians. But what I realize is my, a lot of these politicians, they're not going to do their job unless it's favorable to their career. They just, it, it's everything about being, meaning there's many of these congressmen that are rhinos. The only reason they're backing Trump is they believe that if Trump wins, they'll get reelected. But if they don't back Trump, that meaning the, the number one goal of these politicians is to get reelected. Mm-hmm. So it has to fit. Is it going to help them get reelected or not? If it's not, they're not, they're not going to help me out. They're not going to help you out. This is our system. So, okay, I don't think it would surprise anybody. The FBI spies on you. The FBI spies on me. The FBI spies on really whoever the hell it wants. And they and they have these the, these new rulings where they can I think it's like three degrees of separation. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So so now they can well, I mean so, they can literally quote unquote according to themselves legally spy on everybody. Of course, the whole thing is unconstitutional. But but so okay, they can spy on the average American. But somehow you're telling me that Bob Menendez is able to get away with doing secret deals with foreign countries like Egypt, where he walks out with suits filled with cash and gold bullion. And, and the FBI just turns a blind eye or what? 
Yeah, it's sort of like the same thing with the military. Does the military serve the people or do they deserve, or they serve the defense corporations, the military industrial complex? Same thing with our intelligence. At the end of the day, our government doesn't serve the people. It serves the corporations. We're, we're becoming corporatized. So the point is, is whoever holds the money. So, oh, and let me just break it down really quick. I've given this just to show you why we're going to fall and the non-West is going to win. If I had to break down the non-Western world and the Western world, the Western world is run by the corporations. The no- I know more about China than anyone in our, in our United States government. That's how pathetic they are. The non-Western world, the government has the power. The Western world, the corporations have the power. In the non-Western world, their ideology is something called nationalism. Our ideology in the West is something called globalism. You cannot have a nation long-term where your superior ideology is globalism. We've seen it. We've been crumbling for decades now. This ain't going to work. Because like I said, the corporations run us, and we all know our standing ideology, our culture, everything being run by the corporations— is globalism our nation will fall you give it time well i think we're already seeing it uh, crumbling rapidly and i I predicted this i the difference between me and other people is you got to remember owen i physically left america in 2010 action speaks louder than words i'm not on the new new on this bench saying i think we're going to collapse go to civil war i knew it i started knowing it in 2005 and i said man i got to get out of here and I can even explain more. I know we don't have time my story, but I'm telling you, to American people, if you think this country is going to keep going and going, you're crazy. This system will collapse. You'll see it. Well, let me ask you this, because I, I wonder if you believe out of, that, out of those ashes, America can rise again. But let's get specific. What do you think about the current situation geopolitically where Joe Biden has all kinds of tensions flaring up? Uh, Ukraine, the Middle East, where do you think all of that is going? Yeah, so what's going to happen is this. To the American people, you can't burn the candle at both ends, meaning you can't say we're going to be the world superpower forever and we're going to get involved in these wars because if we are, we need blood and treasure. And any American who wants to get in these wars overseas, let's see what they think if we raise their taxes and we draft their kids. Let their kids go off and die for these wars. So we've got to remember, I'm more of a nationalist, so I think a lot of these overseas wars, we don't have the blood and treasure anymore. So we're the Roman Empire going down. So we're going to go into a multipolar world. I could explain how China's going to go, but the days of America's superpower, that's gone. And, and I could explain why, but we are not, we cannot afford these wars, either blood or treasure. How often, because um, you, you say you know what's going on in China more so than our own congressman. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm not sure if our congressman know it. Trust me, the, the, government, the government are not filled with the best and the bright. The be- Look at Donald <laughs> Trump. Donald Trump, I think, is the best president of my entire lifetime. He never served in the government, purely in the private sector. Does that sort of tell you something? Yeah. David Bomblat is my guest here. So let me ask you this. Um, what What is the Chinese media saying about the Biden administration? I mean, we know that Biden is owned. Yeah, so I mean, I his ass is owned by the Chinese communists. Yeah. But, oh, but yeah, his, so this is let's talk about Trump, though. We all know Biden. Biden's Biden. This is Trump. It's interesting. They actually have a lot of respect for Trump because they view Trump as the natural leader. He's strong. But at the same time, they don't want him because he's he's going to be strong. But don't fool yourself. Donald Trump. His, 
He's a national. That's why I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. They both suck. I'm a nationalist. And, and a lot of people still don't understand that definition. The Chinese have respect for Trump because he's strong, but they also prefer that he's not. He, he doesn't become the next president. Well, and, and China actually made an interesting statement. It's almost like they're trolling Joe Biden for fun. Xi promises Joe Biden China won't interfere in the 2024 election. And so I guess the, I mean, the takeaway here is that they did interfere in prior elections. Yeah, exactly. I think just like I said, Donald Trump, I believe, is the best president in my entire lifetime. I think Joe Biden could quite possibly be the opposite. I, just weak. I mean, weak is a great word to describe him. He's not. I'd be surprised if he runs again. Like I said, we could scramble this omelet however you want. It's going down. And no, I don't believe Trump is going to save it. Even though I, I, I praise him, I think he's awesome. He's not going to save it. Yeah. And really, it comes down to we the people, I think. It was what this country was designed for. And ultimately, it's going to be what this country is going to have to be rebuilt on. Uh, David, you're more than welcome to stay um, if you have the time, because I know you've got a thousand different ways you can take this. I'd, I'd like to ask you some more questions about life in China, because I, I'm, I'm, Absolutely. I, I'm a never communist. I'm a never socialist, but I'm also not deceived by our media. Um, oh, and so let, let's talk on. about oh, China. About let's talk about China. We're up against a break here. David Bomblat is my guest. To follow him on social media at David underscore Bomblat. Again, former FBI agent, West Point Army officer, the book Patriots Betrayed, a soldier, scholar, spies warning about America's leadership crisis. Clearly knows what he's talking about. We're going to be right back and hear more from him. Don't go anywhere. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. The thorn in the side of the deep state. Here comes Owen Schroyer. And my guest here, David Bomblat, last segment with him, but I really enjoy his commentary. We're going to get him back on, hopefully, next month for the Veterans Call-In Special. I mean, David, so many different directions we can go here. But, you know, here, here's, here's my curiosity for the, for the last couple minutes we have with you. And, and I kind of juxtapose it with this. When people talk about where can you go, what's the safest country, I, I kind of honestly, people get shocked by this. And I say, you know, you're probably best off in Russia. And they can't believe it. But, I mean, look at where asylum seekers go. Look at where political asylum seekers in America go. Where do they go? A lot of them go to Russia. Big names like Edward Snowden. Uh, you decided to head east, and, and you ended up in China. I think you've spent time in Hong Kong as well. Why China, and, and what has your experience there been like? 
Yeah, so I started studying Chinese back in 1995. I read and write Chinese. I, I could pass for Chinese on the telephone. So I started in, in West Point, started, started studying Chinese. When I left in the FBI in 2007, I decided to do a master's degree at Harvard. I was at the Harvard Kenny School, and we were inundated. Again, this is 2007 with American Corporation. I remember Goldman Sachs was you know briefing us, go to China, go to China. It's the future. I could speak China and it made sense. Now I could tell you China's changed. I moved to China in 2010. I was in mainland. I've been to every single province in China except Tibet. I've never been to Tibet. Everything, Xinjiang, the Uyghurs, you name it. Now I'm in Hong Kong. And I could tell you that generally speaking, most Americans are retarded when it comes to China and our politicians are also retarded. But you know who's not retarded? The corporations and the banks, they know exactly what they're doing because they're masters. When you're asking really who knows China, I would say find a China expert or get to the corporations and the banks. Those are the people who know China, not your average citizen. They don't know. And definitely not the government. I was in the government. I'm telling you, these people don't get China. How well does Donald Trump get China? It's an interesting question. I, I would say, remember, I went back how the Chinese, again, in the non-West, nationalism is the normal ideology. So when I'm in China and I heard Donald Trump running for president and he said something called America first and Americans push back on it for, I don't know, they're, they're, these people are liberally retarded. Like, I guess it's racist. That's normal in the non-West, meaning Russia first, China first. It's, it's normal. So they look at Donald Trump in some ways as a normal leader in their in their frame whereas they they don't have all this garbage liberalism so donald trump and that's probably why they don't want donald trump as the leader well and he's already proven that and and china has shown their respect i mean when obama or biden come to china they 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 basically roll out a donkey cart uh but when when trump comes they have the whole red carpet ceremony and it's it's a grand Oh, and let, let's get right to the point. And this is what China red-pilled me. What did I say? The downfall of America is the downfall of the American man. You cannot have a strong country when you have weak, cuck men. This is the China. Thank, thank China very much. We grow up in America, and what do we say? America is a racist country. White people were racist. The amount of racism that I've seen in China is on a different dimension. And what has that made me realize? America is the least racist country on earth. <laughs> least yeah. racist. Nobody, nobody treats women, racial minorities, and immigrants better than America or maybe some competition with other Western countries like Germany, Canada. But if you compare the non and to all my African-American brothers in America, you think racism's bad in America? Don't come to Asia. You better not come to Asia. You're going to see a world of hurt. Well, I don't think you're going to see many other um, uh darker toned skin people either and you're certainly not going to see any immigrants in china well this is the point though you know what are we really afraid to talk about in america racism and gender we're afraid right it's not china it's not russia you start talking about race you start talking about gender you're getting into dangerous territory in america yeah that's the political correctness cucking of the the, the conversation in America. David, this has been a great segment. I look forward to having you on again. David Bomblatt, um, his story needs to get out there, folks, and he's obviously got a very unique and important perspective. David, thank you for your time. 
getting crushed in the housing market. We are getting crushed in the automobile market. We are getting crushed in our grocery bills. They're sitting here attacking you, attacking your economy, attacking your culture, attacking your borders. And then they say you're inhumane. War. Back here live on the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. We're about to go to the southern border, specifically the part where there is going to be a showdown happening, if you will. Hopefully not, actually. But the Eagle Pass sector, where the Biden border invasion is facing off against the Texas Secure Border Initiative. And we're going to go to our reporters down there very shortly waiting to file their first report and uh, let us know what they're seeing there. But this is all made possible with your support at InfoWarsStore.com. And let me just tell you, the supplements at InfoWarsStore.com are the real deal. I know because I'm a product of the products at InfoWarsStore.com. And we're very excited with the updated Nitric Boost formula. It's all about blood flow. And you want to talk about a powerful supplement, Nitric Boost is it. And so you've heard it get recommended by doctors who are guests on our shows. They talk about how important blood flow is, cardiovascular health, and they recommend Nitric Boost. Well, we've made the product even better now. And so there's a reason why it's an updated product label because it's an updated product. And it's 40% off right now at InfoWarsStore.com. You can't talk or think or take into account your cardiovascular health enough, and that's why Nitric Boost is an important supplement, and we're glad to bring it to you. Just part of some of the sales, like 40% off Winter Sun Plus, 40% off the Vitamin D3 Gummies as well, 40% off Turbo Force Plus, which I drink every day before I go on air for 10 hours of clean energy, baby, without that toxic energy drink that tastes like battery acid and got all the processed sugar and high fructose corn syrups, no good for you. So it's your support there that makes everything we do here possible. And remember, we're trying to make the Alex Jones game number one all time on Steam. So go to alexjonesgame.com to help us in that endeavor. Alexjonesgame.com, Alex Jones, NWO Wars. We want it to be number one all time on the popular gaming platform of Steam. So help us make that possible by going to alexjonesgame.com. And hopefully we'll launch more fun projects like this when you support us at InfoWarsStore.com. And now we go to the border, where one Chase Geyser is down there with a crew. Now, uh, Chase, I believe you guys are going to be reporting from the Eagle Pass sector, where uh, Abbott is trying to take it over from the Biden border invasion and the Border Patrol that's facilitating it. Uh, You guys just got down there today. What can you report? Oh, and thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and pleasure to be with you on The War Room. And so good to see you back at the chair. I know you've been back for some time, but it just still strikes me as awesome every time I speak to you and see you on the War Room hosting. Now, we are here at Shelby Park, which, of course, is in Eagle Pass. This is the park that is sort of the center of controversy between the state of Texas and the federal government, where the federal government wants to come in and cut some of the barbed wire defenses that have been put in place by the state in order to prevent these migrants from coming across the Rio Grande into this park. But the state guard here, the Texas state guard, is not allowing any federal agents into the property, into the park, to do that sort of mitigation or that removal of the barbed wire defenses that have been put in place. So we are standing here, several different 
sort of news groups have been coming and going. We hear drones flying over constantly, helicopters flying over constantly. We've just recently seen a shift change behind me here with the state guard. A lot of activity here at the gate. Not a lot of migrants coming across here because elite migrants business is just not an option for them. So we're going to be exploring throughout the week, up and down the border, 20 miles this way, 20 miles that way, to try to find these holes that we're hearing murmurings of, rumors of where migrants are still pouring through now that this park situation has sort of been mitigated as an option for them. So it, it explain to me in the audience what we're seeing here. Uh, the park itself was a staging area, an entry port, and so now that that's been cut off from the illegal entries – uh, is that why Abbott decided to send the Texas National Guard there because it was one of the main entry points? I believe so. That's my understanding based on the research that I've done and the conversations that we've had since we've been here in Eagle Pass. This public park was a main point of entry for these migrants that were illegally crossed and they were cutting, coming across the river and just going through the park into the country. And that has basically seemingly been shut down, at least to some extent, by the state. And, of course, the federal government wants to open it back up, which is the whole center of this dispute. The federal government is literally trying to sponsor the invasion of our state and our country by people from all over the world. Over 10,000 a day, as you know, have been coming across the border. And the state of Texas has decided to do something about it. I think over 25 other governors of other states in the union have shown support for Abbott in some of these efforts that are happening here. But... Ultimately, what I'm determining just in the first few hours that I've been here is that this particular issue at Shelby Park in Eagle Pass is a metaphor. It's a symbol for the greater conflict between state rights, federal rights, and whether or not we actually have a border as a nation. Well, and I suppose, like you said, it's a public park, so they can have a mass staging of the migrants there. They can basically pack them in by the thousands there and kind of have a brief staging area before they process them into the country and I guess that's what the Biden administration is so pissed off about because they need they need some giant area, a field, if you will, to process these people before they bring them in. And when you shut that down, they're not sure where to send them. You know, the hotels and the bus tickets need to be purchased and the plane tickets need to be purchased when they come in. They can't just have them ready to go. That's part of the process. Now, have you been able to uh, speak to any members of Border Patrol to talk about uh, either the success of this operation or if they anticipate some sort of a struggle session, or is the Biden administration uh, basically just going to wave the white flag as far as this illegal port of entry is concerned? Great question, Owen. Not just yet. We've only been here about 90 minutes or two hours or so, scoping out the areas, scoping out the local community, but we do have several contacts that we're going to be meeting with throughout the week, and we are going to endeavor to develop some of those relationships with those different agents that you mentioned as well in order to get that conversation going. One thing that we did notice as soon as we arrived at our hotel was that there were several different members of law enforcement, federal agents, and others that were seemingly staying at the hotel. So we're going to endeavor to develop those relationships over the coming days and get more on-the-ground reporting from those who are actively participating in this war for our border. Now, are you an American citizen allowed to enter the park, or is it just, like, totally shut down? What we're seeing is that it's totally shut down. There's, there are armed guards that open the gate for things like shift changes as other members of the state guard come in and out of the park. But I've seen no civilian access to the park. So is this turning into like a National Guard staging area then? Because why else would they it's shut the park down? It's very red dawn. It's, it's very, it, it feels very red dawn. 
being here. And the whole town, one thing that's really interesting, Owen, and, and nobody else really reports on this because it's sort of ineffable, is, is how macabre the actual town itself is. It's sort of this sleepy town with dilapidated signs, and, and you can tell some of the buildings are just certainly not up to any sort of code that we would be accustomed to in a normal civilized sort of urban environment. It's just bizarre to see this sleepy town have business go on as usual while there's this major central national conflict happening in this very unassuming park right behind. Well, and we noticed that, too, with some of the coverage that we've been doing in, in, in many different border cities is I think the, they, they, they like these cities that are kind of maybe, say, run down or don't have much of mm-hmm. an economic cycle there because guess what? The hotel owners love it because now their hotels are booked full instead of maybe their average rate of 10%. Um, the, the bus stations and everything else that, that's part of that economy love it because now they're operating at full capacity instead of what's normally going on, which is more of a sleepy lifestyle, like you say. That that seems to be a trend in these border towns. Now, I, I want to get your response here because this is Donald Trump just telling it like it is with a statement last night. A border bill is not necessary to stop the millions of people many from jails and mental institutions located all over the world that are pouring into our country. It is an invasion, the likes of which no country has ever had to endure. It is not sustainable or affordable and will, under crooked Joe Biden, only get worse. I had the safest and most secure border in U.S. history. I didn't need a bill. They are using this horrific Senate bill as a way of being able to put the border disaster onto the shoulders of the Republicans. The Democrats broke the border. They should fix it. No legislation is needed. It's already here. You know, he... here's the analogy I was thinking about. It'd be like if I'm on the playground and, and, you know, some, some bully comes over here and shakes me down for my lunch money. And he takes, he takes the $10 that my mom gave me for lunch for lunch. And then he tries to negotiate some trade to get, to give me my $10 back. And it's like, well, what? No, that that's, that's my $10. You, you stole it. And so that's kind of what the Democrats have done here. It's like they've opened the border. They've collapsed the border. And now they're like, all right, Republicans, if you want a border, you got to deal with us. Yeah, that's exactly what they've done. And the notion that there needs to be any additional legislation is absolutely ridiculous. I absolutely agree with President Donald Trump and the statements that he made. you got to keep in mind that the whole reason that we have a federal government to begin with is to provide for the common defense. You don't need new legislation. The reason that it was formed was for the purpose of protecting the border. you also got to keep in mind that the reason that Texas, as a republic, decided to join the United States of America, I believe in, what was it, 1836? was because they just gotten out of a war with Mexico and, and joining the United States of America was going to provide additional support and defense of the border of Texas against Mexico should Mexico decide to wage war again against Texas. So the whole reason that the state's even part of the union to begin with is because the federal government is supposed to protect our border. So I absolutely agree with President Donald Trump. I think that it's a travesty that the left has gone to such extremes that it would literally make the American people more vulnerable to this invasion and the terrorists that are associated with it in order to leverage financial support for our so-called allies in Ukraine or Israel or Taiwan in these international conflicts. I mean, our administration, this existing administration, this Biden administration, obviously cares much more about defending and protecting the Ukrainian border than our own border here in the United States, Owen. Yeah, that's not even arguable. By the way, be on the lookout for this. Uh, Bill Meligen is reporting, and he's got the documents. Ben Burkwam is reporting. He's got the documents. You know, we've seen all kinds of documents that they hand these illegal immigrants, and we've now got a new one. Uh, Bill Meligen reporting here. Our photographer says volunteer groups are visiting camps of illegal immigrants in the area 
who are waiting to be picked up by Border Patrol and handing out these Welcome to the USA flyers, which advise them of next steps and claim BP agents lie and manipulate people. Uh, And these are in dozens of people are afraid that if they go and and join something like this, that the feds are going to be there all over the place setting up a false flag and then the Democrats are going to use it politically. So, I mean... I, we'll, we'll see what happens as far as the participation is concerned, but I, I agree. There's no doubt that that conservatives who otherwise would be willing to join a peaceful protest or a rally um, now might stay home because they're afraid they're going to be entrapped by the feds. Yeah, I think that there's some there's some truth to that, and obviously we're here all week, and that's part of the reason why we came down is we want to get to the bottom of what's going on with the convoy as well as all the additional details surrounding the border. But you got to keep in mind, everybody acts like honey pots and black flag operations are some new thing just because the most recent one always seems to have happened within the last couple of years. But you go all the way back to Pearl Harbor, go to the Gulf of Tonkin, you go to 9-11, you go to October 7th, in my opinion, you go to January 6th. I mean, it's that's what our intelligence community does. It's what our government does. It, it sets people up for failure over and over again. It entraps its own people over and over again, and it uses that to establish a precedent that catalyzes and justifies and garners support for whatever political action it wants to take, either abroad or domestically. I mean, right now we're talking about going to war with Iran. And if you ask any average American why it is that we're going to war with Iran, I guarantee that 99 out of 100 of them will not have any sort of a reasonable explanation. And it's not because they're ignorant, though many American people are ignorant. It's because there isn't actually a good reason for us to go to war with Iran, other than the fact that it serves the political agenda of the political class of our country, the military industrial complex, the political industrial complex, those who seek to preserve the dollar as the global reserve currency, which is why we've been in war after war after war in the Middle East, despite the fact that these nations that we go to war with aren't directly connected to any of the conflicts that we've used to justify going into the wars in the first place. And now our very own border is being invaded, but that's not a catalytic event. Everything else is a catalytic event that justifies World War III or any other leftist policy, but the fact that our own borders are being invaded by over 10,000 people a day is not a catalytic event. There's no issue at the border. Mayorkas is just great. He doesn't need to be impeached. Biden's doing a great job. He's the best president we've ever had, even though he can't remember his own name or how to get off the stage. I mean, it's absolutely insane to me, Owen. It really is. Well, they signed these omnibus bills that, that end up funding border security for dozens of different nations. It's not just the ones we hear about, like Israel or Ukraine. There's dozens of nations in these. We literally build walls, actually. (laughs) We build walls all around the world uh, in these omnibus bills, but we can't have one at the southern border, of course. And I mean, even to to get back to what you just said, even, even the situation that just happened in Jordan with that drone strike, the government says, oh, we stood down because we thought it was our own drone. I mean, it's just crazy how this stuff happens. And now we're waiting for Biden to make a statement on it. I guess they've been cleaning his ass for the last 24 hours that he can't get out and do a press conference. He's eating tapioca pudding and it comes one in, uh, in one end and out the other. Um, So it's just crazy. And and then we have the the Republicans in Congress continuing continuing to pay lip service. And I think people are kind of getting sick of it. Um, even libs of TikTok, who, who normally just sticks to the to the leftist indoctrination centers in the schools and stuff, is, is getting involved here. Says, uh, hi, Speaker Johnson. Why hasn't there been a vote yet to expel Ilhan Omar from Congress? She's a traitor to America. You shouldn't allow this to continue. She's making a mockery of our great nation by holding a position of power. And she goes on this diatribe about how she, she puts Somalia first and, and she's you know speaking in foreign languages to all the Somali voters there. That's her constituency in Minnesota. But it's not just this. I mean, 
Mike Johnson, I, I can't even argue at this point that he's any better than Kevin McCarthy. I, I can't argue that Mike Johnson is any different than Kevin McCarthy at this point. Yeah. And she puts out his phone number here if you want to. But it's the same thing with the border. He talks about the border security all day long, and I'm yet to see any action. I knew something was up when the first ad that he ran after he was made Speaker of the House seemed to fly every single nation's flag except for our own flag, Owen. Uh, this is just more globalism. I, I'm really proud of, of Gates for what he did, for getting McCarthy out and, and showing that there's some sort of accountability within the Republican Party. At least there's some sort of friction between MAGA Republicans and these sort of neocons. But I, I totally agree with you, Owen. I think that we just sort of replaced one bad, bad actor with another. And I don't even know if it's a matter of sort of moral culpability or moral weakness in the, in the instance of Mike Johnson. But I seriously think that many of these neocons are just brainwashed into believing that the United States is supposed to be the police of the world, that we're supposed to be involved perpetually in these international conflicts. And somehow, I think in their warped heads, they had determined that it's in the interest of American national security to be at war as often as possible with as many people as possible. And then have a wide open border so they can come in, trade our, our country too, and, and commit acts of war. Uh, God forbid it happens. I mean, I actually think Mike Johnson is probably a, a good guy, but for whatever yeah. reason, they just don't believe in executing the powers of Congress or to do anything about the issues that we hear them talking about every day. I mean, he's always talking about the border, and they could shut it down. You know, I, I guess if I'm taking a long shot here, it's that maybe there is some strategy, uh, but every day that passes, I, I lose that faith or lose that hope. But maybe there is a strategy. Maybe in a month or two, they decide to move forward with lawsuits or impeachment over Biden for the southern border, and they're just slowly building the case, getting closer to the election because it's going to have more weight then. But to me, if, if, if Mike Johnson just takes this thing to the finish line, because ultimately, here's the question. When is the number of illegal immigrants going to get closer to zero or, or be curtailed? That's the question, and nobody can answer that, really. Yeah, I totally agree with you. And this isn't the first time that we've seen something like this from our own party. Oh, and it, it reminds me of the Hunter Biden laptop. We know that many Republican members of the Senate had access to the laptop years before these sort of recent resurfacings with Hunter Biden. And it seems like our Republican leaders, for some reason, have it in their head that when they have something juicy, they need to hold on to it and allow it to become as bad as possible at a key point in an election year or an election season so they can use that to leverage themselves back into power. But that's such a terrible form of leadership to allow a problem to get as bad as possible so you can leverage it against your political opponents in an election season. That's just totally untenable. It's irresponsible. It's harmful to the American people to do that, whether it's with the Hunter Biden laptop or whether it's with this border issue. It's not as if the Democrats aren't going to do anything else that we can criticize them of. Every single day, every single word that comes out of their mouths seemingly these days is a travesty in and of itself. We don't have to hold on to precious bad policies and the ramifications and wait to act on them for months to use them in elections. And that's what the Republicans have been doing, because the Democrats are going to embarrass themselves and betray the American people every single day. So we need to attack all of these issues immediately and speedily as soon as they're presented so the American people suffer as little as possible. All right, you're going to be down at the border all week. you got a crew with you. There's going to be drone shots, reports being filed. Where's the best place for people to follow the work you guys will be doing? Absolutely. We will be uploading on band.video, obviously, infowars.com forward slash show. Uh, reporting will be done on infowars.com as well. And you can follow me at Real Chase Geyser. That's R E A L C H A S E G E I S E R on X. Follow Infowars on X as well. And Alex Jones at Real Alex Jones on X. 
All right. I look forward to seeing your reporting and, um, you know, getting more of your take on what it feels like. You said it feels like red dawn down there. It does. It does. It's been an honor and a pleasure to be with you, Owen. All right. There goes Chase Geyser, ladies and gentlemen. They're going to be filing a lot of reports from the border, giving us updates as the week goes by and into what we are expecting to be this uh, convoy caravan arriving as well. And so uh, we'll see. We'll see if Texas is serious about securing the border. We'll see if the Republicans in Congress are serious about stopping the Biden border invasion. Um, I have a very low amount of faith in that. But either way, we'll be there to document it. And then we'll see what happens with the convoy, uh, the trucker convoy and the Patriot convoy that's going to be heading down there as well. And yeah, I understand the concerns of not wanting to get involved in anything politically because of the federal entrapments that are left, right, up, down, and center. But uh, at least, you know, at least at this point, you're aware of it now. And so you can have your head on a swivel in anticipation of that crap. You know, I sit up here and I yell and scream about the New World Order and the globalists. They're planning to get rid of the borders and release a virus and have a global power grab. And you saw it all come true. But there's a inverse of that. There's not just the bad stuff I'm telling you about. There's the good stuff I'm telling you about. And just like our information is the best you're going to find out there, our supplements are amazing. So our new special in the last half of January 2024 is here. It's Real Red Pill Plus and DNA Force Plus, both 50% off. We're calling it the Supercharged Special. You can get either one of these great items at 40% off individually or together for 50% off. Now, the time we have left, I can't tell you why they're so great and what they do for your body. Go to InfoWarsShore.com, look at the ingredients and investigate it, and then get them. It supports the InfoWar and it'll change your life. Take advantage now, InfoWarsStore.com. Infowars.com forward slash show. It's time to take a stand. This is the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Share this message right now at band.video. overwhelmed after 40,000 spike in migrant population. Wow. About, uh, that's just shy of 10% of its population. The capital of Colorado. So what happens when it's 80,000? Or are the Republicans actually going to stop the invasion? Yeah. And, of course, the Democrat voters in Denver are complaining, oh, we love the illegal immigrants, just not here. But you said you were a sanctuary city. Yeah, but we didn't mean it. But you said people should take them in their private homes. Yeah, you. Democrats, liberals. U.S. caught known terrorist at the border, then let him go due to clerical error. The Biden administration Let him go due to clerical error. Ah, yes. And um, the Israeli defense couldn't stop the terror attack on October 7th due to a clerical error. 
and the military couldn't stop the drone attack uh, attack in Jordan due to a clerical error. Mm-hmm. I see. I think I'm starting to get it. Now we've got some audio from Poopy Diaper Joe. Why haven't we heard from Joe? Well, I guess this is Joe Biden's press conference. I think he's going on a vacation, or I don't know what he's doing. Neither does he, though. Here's Joe Biden taking one question from the media as he's about to board Air Force One or Marine Force One, and he's asked about the border. Here it is in clip number four. Give me the power. I've asked for the very day I got in office. Give me the border patrol. Give me the people. Give me the people to judge Give me the people who can stop this and make it work <laughs> Oh, you're the president. Give me the people that can stop this. Uh, give me the power. You're literally the president. You can stop it tomorrow. You don't want to. I mean, it's just, it's, it's truly stunning, isn't it? I've done all I can do. I need the power. So so you can't even make this up how, how ludicrous it is. Texas says, we're going to secure the border. The Biden administration says, no, you're not. And then Joe Biden says, I've done everything I can to secure the border. It's just totally insane. And then there's Corrine Jean-Pierre, who loves to lie for Joe Biden. That's her job after all. And uh, the media decides, well, if we can't get a real answer from Joe, let's try Kareen. Here's her response in clip six. The first day of his administration, the president took this issue very seriously. He put forth a comprehensive piece of legislation to deal with what's happening with the immigration. Let me wait. Let me. You, you don't get to decide, but you don't get to decide what I say and what I don't say. Either you either you hear me out. Yeah, that's their or we job. Can, you know, I'll see you on Wednesday. Totally up to you. Totally up to you. All right. Okay. I was, he means what he says. Not going to go into details here. Here's, here's the reality. The immigration system is broken. It's been broken for decades, even in the last administration. The president introduced this piece of legislation three years ago. House Republicans got in the way. They refused to do anything about it. It's getting to a point where I really... I can barely even stand playing you these clips because it, it's 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 gaslighting to such an extent of, of of like blowing the whole building at this point. So the media is finally starting to get a little bit of a backbone and a little bit of fortitude, and they're like, "Okay, you keep telling us the border is secure. It's obviously not. Biden keeps saying he wants to secure it, but he's the president and he doesn't." He facilitates the invasion. Uh, what, what the hell's really going on here? And then Kareem G. Pierre just is like, you know what? I'm just going to leave this press conference. The border's secure, and Joe Biden has done everything he possibly can. I'm leaving this press conference. How dare you ask me real questions? How dare you call me out when I'm lying to you? And then the American media just falls back in their seats like, oh, oh, oh okay. Oh. It's just unreal. It's just unreal. Elon Musk weighing in on the issue. But she she says the immigration system is broken. So then change it. No, the border is broken. 
The border is broken. This has nothing to do with immigration. This has to do with the policy that allows them to get in and promotes them the welfare state so they know they can come in here and get anything they need for free until they want to just leave and go off on their own. Wow. Wow. There has never been a bigger liar than Corrine Jean-Pierre. And that's saying a lot when it comes to the press secretary. I mean, we've had the likes of Jay Carney. We've had the likes of Jen Psaki. But even Jen Psaki was wise enough to realize, okay, if I sit here and lie for Joe Biden for four years, I'm never going to have another job. Elon Musk weighing in. Change the asylum rule that allows anyone to claim asylum with no proof and that classifies economic reasons as sufficient, as that means basically 80% of Earth and deport more than zero illegals. That would help, too. So so this is the current policy execution. The United States of America gives out more foreign aid and humanitarian aid than every other country on Earth combined. And then the very countries where we send that humanitarian aid, they send all their dregs and all their poor people to our southern border to get the illegal immigrant humanitarian aid. So we give out hundreds of billions of dollars to the poorest countries on earth for humanitarian aid and foreign aid, and then all the poor people from those countries don't see a lick of that. Instead, they come into our country illegally, and then they get all of the illegal immigration money and benefits. And we, the American taxpayers, foot the entire bill because we're the biggest suckers on the planet And it just goes on and on and on. And then Joe Biden says, we're securing the border. I need the power. And Karine Jean-Pierre says, Joe Biden is serious about securing the border. It's the Republicans that are in the way. And then the Republican governor of Texas says, okay, we're going to secure the southern border. And the Biden administration says, no, you're not. Clown world. Clown world. All right, we got more coming up here, including Joe Biden about to get us into a war. I just, it's really simple as this. If Democrats were removed from the political equation, this country would be much better off. And that's not to say the Republican Party is is perfect or beyond reproach, but it's just nobody lies like a Democrat. I mean, a Democrat has like a 99% lie rate. A Democrat has about a 99% lie rate, 99% corruption rate, where the Republicans are maybe coming in at like 50%. So Republicans are like 50%, Democrats are like 99%. It's just, it just blows the mind. It just, it's just, it just floors the reality that we have to deal with these sick, corrupt freaks known as Democrats, and that's what they are. They are sick, corrupt freaks who weaponize sexual assault and rape accusations against their political opponents, who weaponize the government against their political opponents, who really have no bounds on the lies or corruption that they'll engage in. None. They don't even care if you know they're lying. 
They don't even care if you know they're corrupt. It doesn't stop them. It's really a feat of psychology, actually. And maybe when all this is said and done, we'll study the mind and the sick psychology of Democrats to figure out what is this that makes somebody so evil. Cellular damage from a type of free radical known as reactive oxygen species can cause decreased cellular function. DNA Force Plus contains what are believed to be the most beneficial ingredients to remedy this. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. The main ingredient in the Real Red Pill Plus is pregnenolone which occurs naturally in our body, but decreases with age. Low levels of pregnenolone are associated with fatigue and low brain function. The Real Red Pill Plus is also full of essential trace minerals to synergistically support optimal cognitive function. Now 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com. Get them both today at 50% off. The Supercharged Special. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. In the early 1900s, certain companies were off-gassing highly toxic fluoride gases into the atmosphere. The surrounding communities began to get sick. Laws were enacted to compel these corporations to install scrubbers to convert these gases into fluorosilicic acid, still highly toxic but containable. Now these companies had a stockpile of this poison, and there was no affordable way to dispose of it. Lucky for them, one of their major stockholders was also the Secretary of the Treasury, who was responsible for the public health service at the time. And by 1950, the U.S. government began buying this toxic, untreated industrial waste product and dumping it into our drinking water. Reputable studies show that it's causing various cancers and other disease. With the Alexa Pure Pro, you can have clean drinking water and a remedy to this madness. Available now at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. statement they make is a lie when they're starting wars all over the planet and opening our border where does it go from here we're about to have more on that ladies and gentlemen remember during these winter months you need to get your vitamin d we've got the supplements for you at infowarsstore.com winter sun plus the liquid vitamin d3 tincture put under the tongue for maximum absorption or for your children at home the vitamin d3 gummies Either way, you know you're getting the vitamin D3 you need during the cold season, the flu season, because you're not getting that vitamin D from the sun. But with those gummies, I'm telling you, your kids are going to love them. You put two of those on the counter every morning, and your kids will think you're the coolest parent 
on the planet because you're letting them eat gummies for breakfast. But little do they know that you're giving them a vitamin D3 supplement. Nobody has to know. We won't, we won't have to tell anybody here. We won't give it away. But that's how you and your family can make sure you're getting your vitamin D during these winter months at InfoWarsStore.com. So here we are with Joe Biden allowing a border invasion and the press secretary covering it up and the American media, the left liberal media covering it up. But then you have the situation with building tensions in multiple regions geopolitically, thanks to Joe Biden. We told you false flag was imminent, and then there was a drone strike in Jordan. I don't think that was their big one, but it's just, it's it's the season. But here's an incredible statement. When Joe Biden was campaigning in 2020, listen to what he says here in clip five. The world has changed because what Trump has done. And the American people, including independents and some Republicans, know how bad he is, know how much he's misrepresented, know how he's getting close to getting us in a war. I said, as the walls close in on this man, I'm worried he's going to get us to war in Iran. Unfortunately, I may have been right. The fact of the matter is there's a lot at stake in this election. You know, it's also amazing how much he has deteriorated in uh, three and a half short years since making that statement. But I suppose that's another story. Well, it ends up everything Joe Biden just said about Donald Trump ended up being true about Joe Biden. It's so bad, in fact. Here's Blinky Blinken talking about how bad it is in the Biden administration that he's a part of the reason why it's so bad. So Joe Biden says, oh, it's Trump that's going to put us in the most dangerous situation. And yet here's what Blinken said about Biden in clip seven. I would argue that we've not seen a situation as as dangerous as the one we're facing now across the region since at least 1973. So it's the dangerous it's been in 50 years under Joe Biden. But he said it was going to be Trump that made it that dangerous. I'm telling you, a Democrat, the Democrat lie rate is 99%. If a Democrat says 100 things, 99 of those things will be a lie. And, and 98 of them will be a complete inversion of the truth, a complete reverse of reality. Joe Biden says Trump's going to make it the most dangerous ever. Joe Biden makes it the most dangerous ever. And that's his own administration admitting it, admitting it. Now, the liberal media, how are they going to deal with Joe Biden? Because even, even those slurpers, that will slurp up any Democrat propaganda, even they might be getting sick of it. But we know that they are just as corrupt in their propaganda for the Democrat Party, just like Van Jones admitting that they knew Russia collusion was fake the whole time, but they reported on it anyway. Here's Joy Reid on a hot mic. Somebody forgot to turn her mic off. And, um, well, maybe they're going to admit it. They won't admit it on air, but in their own conversations, in their own minds. They know Joe Biden is getting us into wars. They know they used to be anti-war, but since they have to slurp up and regurgitate the Democrat propaganda, now they're pro-war. And so here's a frustrated Joy Reid saying the quiet part accidentally out loud on a hot mic in clip eight. Over the weekend, President Biden said he's ready to take action if Congress is serious about solving the border issue. 
If that bill were the law today, I'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly. And Congress needs to get it done. Starting another f***ing war. (laughs) Still trying to kill the deal. Ooh. She says, starting another effing war. Talking about Joe Biden. Oh, but you'll still you'll still lick up that Democrat slop, won't you, Joy? With your uh, bowl cut wig on. Whatever the hell that is. If you're not smart enough to make a smarter decision with your hair choices, <laughs> I'm not surprised with any other decision you make. So so there's your there's your libs in the media admitting that Joe Biden is starting other wars, but they will never say that to their audience. They'll deceive their audience and they say Joe Biden is the president of peace. Joe Biden is the candidate of peace. And again, it's Joe Biden. It's the Republicans that won't sign the bill. No, you want $100 billion for Ukraine. You want $100 billion for Israel. You want $50 million for Palestine. And we're not talking about East Palestine. And the Republicans are saying, no, we need a separate bill for border security. We're not going to give unlimited funding to all these other wars that you've started. And then Joe says, they won't secure the border. Again, stealing your lunch money and then making a negotiation to get your lunch money back. That's the Democrat negotiation strategy. And the Republicans let them do it. Because they're a joke. Biden faces treacherous political chaos in answering for deadly attack. But has he answered to it? No. Has he had a press conference about it? No. Has, has, has the White House made any real formal statement to the families that have died and lost loved ones and all the other injured? No. No. President Biden met with top aides Monday to review a potential American response to a drone attack that killed three U.S. service members that they let happen. The United States believes Iran-backed militants were behind the drone strike. So it's, it's all... It's all a shell game. It's all these proxy groups. Oh, they're funded by Iran. Oh, they're ran by the CIA. Oh, oh, they get their weapons from Ukraine. And it's just overload these regions, overload these proxy groups with money and weapons. And then who knows who it is? Who cares? It doesn't matter. It's all these proxy groups. Whether it's Iran, whether it's the, the United States of America, whether it's Israel, it's all the same garbage. It's all the same crap. Oh, maybe it was an Iran proxy group. Well, who gave him the money? The Biden administration. But that's why they don't want to blame Iran. Because if they do come out and say it was Iran, well, they've got another situation on their hands where they face the blame for having the blood on their hands. And what are they going to do? Start a war with Iran right before a presidential election? They might. And then the Democrats might consider Joe Biden a dead duck president. The deep state might consider Joe Biden a dead duck president. And that would actually be the most dangerous situation we could face. If the Democrats in the deep state turn Joe Biden into a lame duck president and they assume that he's not running again and they got something else ready, then that is the most dangerous situation we face because then they will they will pull off all kinds of evil and dastardly deeds in the name of Joe Biden knowing he's not running for election again. Russia and China warn against cycle of retaliation as Biden threatens to target their ally Iran after drone attack killed three U.S. soldiers. But but see, it's all a joke. Where is the press 
conference. Where is the official statement? They do a photo op pretending like Joe Biden is having conversations. He's not. He's pooping in his britches and eating tapioca pudding. And it's Russia and China saying, be easy. Don't start a larger war here. Whether it was an Iran proxy group or a U.S. proxy group or an Israel proxy group, it's all the same result. Iran's access of resistance faces moment of truth after attack on Israel and U.S. base. So they're they're really going to get us. They're really going to get us into this war, folks. They're really going to get us into this war. Obviously, it's it's probably going to be a lot more difficult than it was for them in the past to try to do this during a presidential election year. But it's going to be turning Joe Biden into a lame duck president, and everybody's going to get him on board. And so they're not committing to it here. Joe Biden can't even make a public statement about three servicemen and women dead. He can't even say anything about it. If you ever take one piece of my advice, it's get a bottle of X2. It's been sold out for over a year because we wouldn't cut corners and because it's so hard to produce. We finally have a limited run back in supply at InfoWarsStore.com. So many people have serious issues. Look at the UN's own numbers. Billions have cognitive disabilities because they do not have true nascent iodine in their bodies. Most of the other iodine is bound to other heavy metals or bound to other elements, so you don't download it. But this is pure atomic certified iodine. X2 is now back in stock, discounted. So I'm giving Thanksgiving right now for this product being here. It funds the info war, but I guarantee you, you take this for a few weeks, you will feel the difference. It is amazing. It's the missing link X2 back in stock at the end of 2023 at infowarstore.com X2.